0: We're joined by Brian Waddle, now long-time cricket commentator and voice of the game over many, many a decade as we look back at what happened to the Black Caps over the weekend and forward to what they're going to try and achieve this evening. Rain aside, let's hope that game does get underway, although it's almost like clockwork. You plan a game for Napier, you're either going to get blinded by the light or you're going to get washed out, one of the two. Let's hope I'm wrong again. And this game gets underway at half past seven. Brian, uh, welcome to the programme. It's been a confusing uh, last stanza, I suppose, for the black caps and what they've achieved and what they're trying to do. So my first question is, well, what are they trying to do at the moment?
1: Thanks, Darcy. Yeah, well, it's it's hard to determine. Uh, if you want to really look at it as a uh, traditionalist, it's just another couple of T20 games that will morph into ODI games and to some extent is a meaningless contest. Uh, because there is no specific outcome apart from the monetary gain that New Zealand cricket will get from having television uh, rights being sold to India, because there's not going to be much of it seen by many New Zealanders. But it's disappointing to see this New Zealand side slip to the extent that they did in the last game. Not so much that they lost by quite some margin, Because it was a game that was dominated by one person. And that was a superb batting display by Surya Kumar. Uh, And and that can happen in these forms of the game. But there didn't seem to be any, uh, any power in their chase. When you're chasing 191... You've got to have a good start. They didn't have a good start. You can't rely on Williamson and Con together. They shouldn't be partnered together uh, too often. And uh, consequently, they weren't able to get scoring momentum or strike rate. And they were always chasing at 9, 10 and over. And that's that's what's part of the T20 game. But, you know, they, they've they got a chance to uh, recover from that, one would hope,
0: uh, if
1: the weather stays uh, suitable, and we will uh, know
0: that later on in the evening. Brian, this has been a, a constant, though, hasn't it, of recent times with this, this inability to keep up with the run rate, or more important, to be flexible and pliable when the chase requires, i.e. to drop a niche and down the order, to have a crack in that first six overs, as opposed to having two guys together that are great cricketers and build into winnings, but they are collectors. Why do you think it's been so rigid of recent times?
1: Well, I think that's the, uh, the whole reason. They have been just a little bit too uh, rigid, a little bit too conservative in a game where you need to be more than that. When you look at some of the other sides, they're prepared to make changes in terms of their batting order. They're prepared to uh, bring on different bowlers and not just go with the normal rotations. New Zealand have really opted in games in Australia and in these games uh, for just the five bowlers. Well, uh, they used six in in, in the last game. But you look at sides like England, if it takes you know, eight bowlers to do the job, they'll use them with an over here and an over there. And uh, they are not as predictable as many other sides, and therefore they are winning games. Uh, new Zealand, at the moment, I guess, is now at a stage where they've got to find some new players. They didn't really do that in this series, where they could have gone for uh, another few combinations, and they've gone for how they see the development over the next 12 months. Well, somehow I think they're going to have to look just a little bit wider to find, firstly, a left-arm bowler because while I bang on about having left-arm bowler, they seem to be the key to success with the ball in many sides. Uh, Trent Bolt, for example, uh, the you know um, the Englishman who was the uh, the player of the series in the World T20. Uh, Australia have got Mitchell Stark. You know, all those sorts of things, and New Zealand are going to find a replacement for Bolt just to add a little bit of variety to what they've got.
0: Why do you think they're being reticent to adjust and move with the times? Because if this is the future of the game, which to a degree it is, the very short version of the game, it appears that we're stuck in the mud, but am I reading too much into this? What What is with the reticence?
1: Well, uh, I, I think they're uh, searching for a, a new... Group of players and a new way of playing within what has been successful for New Zealand. And let's face it; they've been pretty successful. They did get into the last four in Australia, where you know sides that uh, you might have expected to didn't. Australia being one, but they haven't played with the authority I think you need in this form of the game, and that requires a little bit of innovation, which I don't think they've been prepared to do. And I think we're now going to have to start looking at some other players. Uh, you know, I I saw one player today who came forward and put his name up in front of the selectors and said, look, I could be a man to, uh, to play for you, Shipley. He went for 22 off one over, took a hat trick, six for 40 off a total of eight overs, and looked to be a decidedly useful prospect. They've got a player in Auckland who I've had a look at a bit recently and I I quite like the look of him. Lister, left-arm bowler, meets my requirements for what a a side needs. And I, I wonder whether that's what New Zealand will be looking for and whether we will see some of these players emerge the next time we play T20s. And that, I guess, will be against... Sri Lanka later in the year. Yes, we've got to go to Pakistan and we've got England coming, uh, but they're not playing any short-form games. So, you know, there are things that New Zealand are going to have to settle on, but they've got to decide how they're going to play and who they're going to
0: play with. How long before they look toward Guptal again? That might seem like a bit of a stretch, but in Finn Allen, you've got a guy who when he comes off, he comes off well but he hasn't come off enough, and that's put the pressure on the likes of your Conways and your Williamsons when they come in. Is there room maybe for guptal to elbow his way back in again and for Phil and money to just call his jets for a while?
1: Probably not, uh, because as I read it, it looks like it's basically uh, the retirement suggestion from the selectors by not picking him, because I would have picked him just to be part of the squad if they needed it, to use him, as they did in the field in Australia. Uh, I don't think he's out because he's lost form. I think he's out because next year he'll be another year older when it comes to the World Cup, and they may not want to look at him. But you're right when you mention Alan. I, I like the idea of picking Alan and what he does in terms of the T20 game, but it's got to be better than one out of three, four or five. You know, uh, performance has got to match potential, and he has the ability to do what Siri Kumar did, But uh, I think there has to be a bit of uh, discipline and uh, a little bit more common sense applied to that style of play. Uh, They want to give somebody the freedom, and he's the right sort of man. Uh, But I don't see that uh, we will see Guptill back in 12 months. But I would still have him part of a squad whereby you could... uh, just use them. They made one change with Kane Williamson being up for this game uh, and brought Chapman back in. Uh, why he wasn't there in the first place, I don't know, because he was in Australia with uh, the side. You know, So there's all those things that I think the selectors have to uh, consider and look at. Uh, I'm, I'm not so concerned at the moment because, as I say, this is a meaningless tournament. It's a money-making venture by New Zealand cricket. There's a chance that some of these players might well get their uh, IPL contracts looked at. Uh, by performances in these. Well, they won't have done their chances much good, some of them. But uh, I think that the time has got to come where New Zealand has to take a whole new approach to how they're going to play the T20 game and who they're going to use. Because as you say, while it's not everybody's cup of tea, it is the future of cricket in terms of international competitions. And there's going to be more T20 matches than test matches for the New Zealand side.